0: Hey guys, welcome to the Thunk Tank podcast. Uh, we like to have cool conversations while drinking craft beer. And for this episode, we're doing part two of the Intellectual Dark Web, or IDW. If you haven't heard part one, um, we released that about a week ago. Um, this basically just picks up right where that one left off. We cut it, the our two-hour conversation into two parts. Uh, so this one begins, we are talking about sort of societal problems and inequality and and issues around that and perspectives from the left and right on that. Um, you don't have to listen to part one, but it will definitely make a lot more sense. I also gave a lot of um, framing in the introduction to part one. I'm not going to do that here. I'll keep this short. But basically, um, I think the IDW uh, is an important movement. Uh, I did finish the blog post on that, so uh, you can find the links in both part one and part two, or just go directly to our website. Um, I flushed it out with a lot of sources and ideas, and hopefully you can engage with them. I'm open to change my mind, but um, yeah, that's what I think, uh, so please read that. Uh, I do want to just frame this episode with a cool quote I heard. Uh, Brett Weinstein has a video on YouTube called uh, The Phenomenon of the Left and Right, And so he kind of frames it as, well, if you're on the left or liberal or progressive, you generally want the world to change for the better. And if you're on the more conservative uh, side, you you generally like categories and you like to keep things that are working the same. You you know, change seems risky. Um, And he had a cool quote, which was, I am a liberal who wishes to live in a world so good that I can be a conservative. And there's something about that quote that I just really liked. It helped um me consider that, you know, we constantly have to camp and decamp from different sides in order to really understand an issue. And there is no one ultimately correct way to view anything. You have to constantly be flexible in how you think. and i and I do believe that the IDW has helped me and and probably many other people, uh, you know, discover this flexibility of mind um in this crazy, Uh, political climate we're in all right uh patreon thanks to everyone who donates to us on patreon uh helps us keep the podcast hosted uh we do provide bonus content on there Uh, for example we have drunk tanks where we record a little bit extra after the podcasts end Uh, we also will post other bonus content so for this episode for example i i have like a five or six page kind of um Uh, just all my notes that I took as for researching this topic. It includes lots of links and articles and all sorts of things. So if you're interested in the topic and you would like to go into more detail, uh, go over to Patreon and you can find that post where uh, I'll put up the Word document for that. And finally, don't forget about our hang-up game. As I was editing this episode, I totally forgot that we generally do this uh, in order to just end the podcast at some point. One of us hangs up on the other person. Uh, I won't tell you who win, but let's just say Johnny's a big fat loser, something like that. All right, enjoy Intellectual Dark Web Part 2.
1: Attention humans, this is a Thunk Tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk
0: Tank. <laughs> Welcome to the thunk tank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Welcome to... Come into our our
2: thunk tank. (laughs) Luke,
0: don't switch (laughs) to the other peanuts. (laughs) Welcome to the thunk tank. Come (laughs) in the tank. We're thinking. And we're thinking. And we're thunked. And we're thunked.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. (laughs)
1: think if
0: they Some, if but. they
1: kind of generalize you know what it is that like oh i shouldn't have to pay you know i shouldn't have to pay taxes for this right sure
0: but it's like oh you'll yeah. pay those taxes in police force if you raise a whole generation of people that don't learn how to be part of society great point but you don't so see yeah that that's even
2: a selfish like non compassionate yeah. view it still makes sense yeah
0: yeah oh it totally Luke, well, you which you just, is how you have to argue said, to republicans right <laughs> the whole thing you just <laughs>
2: Well, you just said about how insanely, how much insanely better it's gotten, you got to think from the other perspective. To them, it's insane that it's not, it's, we're still not there yet. Like, That's it was a fair supposed to have too, happened. Yeah. It was supposed to have, like, happened in 1865 in this country. It was supposed to have happened in the 1960s with the Civil Rights Act. And the fact that a lot of those people that, like, their grandparents thought it would happen in their lifetime and they're, like, long dead now fair is, point like that's really frustrating to them so they think that it's totally fair at this point so yeah you got to get involved cuz some social programs have worked and have helped like yeah. jim crow would have just ter- i mean they did and still do terrorize blacks in the south to to take a specific case but like you had the federal government come in and pass a voting rights act and like force them to 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 you know to to you know you got to tipped the scales and forced the hand there. You, the culture was taking too long to reach equality on its own. So they came in and force integrated the schools. And, and yeah, so no, to a lot of people, I, I this is that. just the next, this is just the next step
1: to that. Well, and I think that's you just,
2: the,
1: that's and, the and to them, radical you, side though, right? Like that's like you were yeah. saying earlier, Johnny, like that's kind of, I, I think just in terms of understanding, like, like you were saying, Luke, like why there's this ideology of like, well, we suffered long enough, now it's time to turn the tables. I'm not surprised yeah. by that is all I'm saying. Right? I guess
0: I'm not surprised, but what I'm surprised by is that embedded in the ideology that is pushing for this yeah. are a few, let's say, tactics and assumptions that they, I think, um, only in a minority of people have actually decided to use, and yeah. the majority of people that sign up only know what's on the label of the box, which is, equity proposal, right? But this right? is
1: what we've been talking about, where Things people like only this. read the labels of the boxes. Right. This goes for everything that, But if that you we've get into,
0: about. let's say think through the the sort of assumptions, the scariest one for me about this is that there is no such thing as a logical conversation. You cannot have a dialogue either, like those uh, Antifa recently took over the streets of Portland Dude, that's and were a, directing that's a traffic. Wild,
1: that's a wild video. What
0: you realize is that that's wild. This is misguided outrage. If you want to be outraged about inequality in the world, there is a place to do that and also there is a mature adult way to not only feel that but channel that into something useful well not if you feel but like you don't you have see no that other happening outlet. coming from the new but, left you but don't don't
1: you feel like that's why they're illness. doing it because they feel like they they there is no outlet like it's been going on for so long uh, and it y- continues not to change that like that's i'm just saying in terms of why it's happening right i like, could I'm understand um depending it, on the
0: on the person and the situation like it can cause the feeling of outrage
1: yeah. although
0: one of the weird things about outrage culture which is this thing on the new left especially on campuses is if you look closely, I've watched many, many hours—way too many—of of, of uh, protest videos from various colleges, and you inevitably see a few insane people screaming their heads off, and a lot of other people tagging along, and they're a lot of them are laughing. They're almost just like excited. Do you to know what a lot of them are doing exciting. too? Is
1: they they want to get in on their Instagram story. Because they want views and they want likes. Because, yeah, because we, live, they in, were we that. live in that, in that fucking. Cult. No, that's a real problem. It's the Elon Musk was talking about that on the Joe Rogan podcast. A lot of people that you think are happy online, they're miserable, miserable people because they're following along and they're trying to. They're trying to. Ooh, no filter. Ooh, look at this. Ooh, I know this is going to be trending later. Let me get a clip of it. Put like, that you know on what my other social scary media. Emotion, Get some likes. Um, get some shares. Yeah. Let's you know get what this other going. scary
0: emotion comes hand in hand with miserableness?
1: Hungry. I mean, uh, I was just thinking how I feel right um, now. I'm great. not miserable, um, but I am uh, hungry.
0: <laughs> resent, resentfulness.
1: Uh, and in, I in think, what sense? like,
0: resentment is one of the most terrifying emotions if if you let your brain fully feel it, because it will allow you to destroy things without even knowing you're doing it.
1: And, and it's kind of hard to come back from, right? Like, it uh, is. feelings of resentment. The more, the more, are
0: like, the deeper you go into resentment, the more. You will argue for your original point just re- despite re- not admitting you're wrong. If you, you wrong. had
1: to ask me, like, would you rather have to hate something or resent it? I rather hate it because I feel like I can step back from hate and I could say, "Wait a minute, why? Why? Yeah, it's why harder did to step I step back, that back way? from resentment? Resentment's like Ugh, it's a pool, I'm it's a hot
0: tub you don't want to slip into mentally. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say,
1: what happens when you slip? It's so, not good.
2: Yeah, so, I don't really hate Trump as a person. I kind of resent what he's doing to my country,
1: though. That's fair enough.
0: So, Johnny, have you found anybody on this "quote-unquote" new left SJW type um, arena that sort of calmly speaks the way you do, or do you find it's mostly that this Trojan horse thing where they're sneaking in oh, equity proposals ice. underneath seemingly innocuous, you know, like surfacey good things?
2: No no this is from real life real time conversations. I live in a pretty liberal kind of college town uh, and I I just know a bunch of people that like are intelligent and think this way and like make the points I've made that are like you know pretty reasonable and
0: and, and uh, I yeah I agree with have, have a self
2: awareness that
0: of ha- of making them
2: um, Yeah so it's from it's from talking to real people that some I agree with on something some I disagree with like but And you know what else uh, you didn't
0: do when you were telling me about them? You didn't call me a Nazi. Uh,
2: well, you weren't stuff. acting well. So that's that's no, the piles no yet. So the thing we have to do is the way because I like to bring all the Enlightenment up a lot because those ideas are we're shifting away from that era. I think in a lot of ways. But it was really a struggle after, like the Middle Ages, things were pretty bad. The Dark Ages, and then the plague killed a lot of people off. But after that, there was a redistribution of wealth, just because there's so many people were dead. So, like yeah, they just true. started, they had a chance to approach things a little bit differently. Uh, And like, it was super repressive religiously, like the religion justified the power structure and vice versa. So you, it was hard to like, you know, come up with new ideas and present them and unpopular things and and they they had to argue that like schools came out of the, the monasteries and all that. And the, like the way they, they got around it was the old arguments like, well, you can't think those thoughts because they're ungodly thoughts. or You you know, this is this isn't science. This is black magic is well, if if God gave me a brain that was able to, to study this stuff and able to think these questions while worshiping him, like in genuine awe of his creation, like, isn't it worse for me to not do it? Like that re- was the argument that convince the clerics like, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're not going against the church, you're doing it to better the church and better at Christians lives so and all talk that. about a church. All right. Technically. Yeah. And yeah. that's how we got science out of it. The scientific method. And it just took off from there. Right. So we need, we need a modern version backdoor of that IDW where it's well, if you are so feel so strongly <laughs> about your ideals that you don't think you need to argue somebody with it, you're that sure about it. Then that's more of a reason to, to argue it because if it's that strong of an idea, you can just you can prove it by just going out there and beating it up yourself exactly. or attacking it. And this is
0: a so, general thing on the left is they don't want to like. Um, if you just recently saw um, uh, what's his name, Steve Bannon was on Bill Maher's show. I saw some of and that. And Steve yeah. Bannon was supposed to go to this like conference for the with the New Yorker and have like this interview, and people freaked out. Like, how could you let Steve Bannon on? They had this whole like uproar, and then they canceled his appearance. Right. That's, oh,
2: giving a platform. That's what yeah, it always but, is. You gave a platform.
1: Do to you him.
0: have a good idea? Are you not capable of speaking with Steve Bannon and like combating his ideas? Do you have real ideas? But so I kind
1: of don't want to pay him well, either.
0: That's why no, it's funny, funny that it Bill, Bill Maher had it No payment. Because, yeah. no. This was cause, about cause, like, his ideas are too dangerous for people to hear. It's like, no, no, people are hearing them. And the more you try to silence it, the, the more they're going to hear it.
1: Well, we see that, uh, actually, They're ironically, draw people ironically you see that on both sides of the spectrum. Whenever somebody gets uh, kind of called, like, uh, alienated in that way. Boom! They soar within those those communities, and this is something the, the left the,
0: has not figured out. The more they try to <laughs> yeah. uh, protest the best and attack, example, though, Peterson, is that the more popular. Jordan
1: Peterson got. is so popular because of, because
0: the left made him popular.
1: Be, yeah, because be, the, it's They're kind paying of... paying his rent. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, that's I would say that's a large part of it. But are you saying, John? But,
0: but the
2: the best example of it is that Milo Yiannopoulos guy. He was all over the place. He was he would he was a troll. He would just say inflammatory things to fire people up and get clicks. They and call get his it name. Out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but why, he was really good at it. And then he went on one of those long form structures, the Joe Rogan show, and Joe just let him talk and, like, and you know, ask follow up questions and, and, yep, and got him to, to, yeah, to make some bad pedophile comments. And then he stood by them and it was like, Oh, you gave him a platform to show how horribly he is. Like everyone stopped wanting to click on the guy. So you, you know, there's a, a. It's just great because Bill Maher was the only other like show. I think, and at I watched the, the interview. i him
0: on. It was fine. He talked to. Uh him. it was weird. He's. I mean, it was weird, he, but like he he's not. Um, he's not like. Some wizard who's going to mind warp everyone to vote for Trump in the next election, like if oh, yeah. you have ideas yeah, you don't know that you should be confident enough in those ideas to actually talk against your opponent oh yeah, yeah,
2: so that's that's what I was trying to say with the like that's how um you know the that 's how the, the the enlightenment snuck its way through super religious western Europe yeah is and became is, the we need, scientific we need a modern. Revolution. So yeah, so we need a modern like intellectual revolution like that
0: where people start valuing what this is. Maybe. Um, Well, I I think again, a lot of it is
1: we're we're catching up. Like, I really think this can't be understated. How like we don't know how to use the internet. There was never an instruction manual. There was never a class on this. And we're and only it,
0: five years into yeah, we, like it's this changing. really being a problem, like 2013. Well, we're to only, now. I
1: mean, you, you can break down the, the sort of the history of it. And it's like, all right, when, did the, when was the internet, when did it become a thing? Essentially with email about 20 years ago, right? On, check on, porn and stock quotes. Only in the last 10 years do we have social Sorry. media. It's only been for like half of the internet that we have social media. So that's only in the last ten years. Twitter was like two thousand six, I think. But Twitter so,
0: didn't take off until a bit later. That's
1: my point. Yeah. Like we haven't even been actually we're using it. We're babies at this. We're uh, not like, yeah, we, we're not even aware that we're in it.
0: But Twitter either. and Facebook and all these, they update so frequently that it feels like we they're just well, such part huge, of our lives forever. Well,
1: it is such a huge part of our lives, and we don't we don't know how to use it, and we don't know how to use it responsibly in terms of what we share, why we share but it. We don't know how the business
0: model that the business built around it. The well, business
1: models don't know how to use it either. This is like what we were changing. talking about with these news outlets, right?
2: It hasn't. It hasn't set like it's. It's constantly changing. Like yeah. Amazon was a, a bookstore, ran out of a guy's garage, and it's the most profitable co- company in the world now. Facebook was like after. Remember, we had Napster or Friendster, MySpace, and, MySpace yeah. and Live and Journal. All these Live Journal, right? Live Journal, and all these different yeah. things, and then Facebook swooped in and sucked them all up. But Facebook is like. Nobody joins Facebook anymore. They lose more accounts than they get now. So, like, Facebook's on the decline. They're going to disappear one day. Like, what, what the hell? What the, the hell way, is Twitter going to be Lab, when we all have chips? You know, it's it's it changes so much. Yeah. We're never going to know how to use it.
0: Radio Lab did a really cool uh, podcast about Facebook and their hate speech policy, just to talk about how complicated these kinds of things get. And it was all about like, what what is the line between free speech and hate speech? And I highly recommend the episode. I forget exactly what it is. Uh, I'll try to link to it if I remember. But, um, you know, it just talked about intersectionality, which is something that we brought up earlier, is a concept from the left that, like, every person is existing at some intersection in society that involves um, their age, their gender, their um, race, their, you know, economic status. And all these things intersect to provide certain, you know, structures within society of more power, less power, and it's all an interplay of power like this. So, on but one Luke, hand
2: Luke, w- What? Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say isn't that just trying to take a multivariate analysis of your current situation? Right, uh, so I'm
0: trying to build the steel man of of like why intersectionality yeah. could be a good thing, like okay, as a go concept. Ahead, then. And and so to to look at something from as Johnny said, a multivariate analysis, which is I'm here as who I am right now for many, many reasons. Some of them are biological. In other words, I have a penis because of the SSRI protein on my Y chromosome. Go on. <laughs> is it going to be a porno soon. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. What did Johnny oh just do? God, what is he doing? <laughs> He's, making, oh God. <laughs> He's making emojis
1: on the video screen. No, I'm not. It's, I'm it. just feeling. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah, that's...
0: I, I want to say they're blowjob emojis, but I don't know how to characterize that.
1: Well, there's a lot of. I'm not going to finish the <laughs> sentence I started. You could go so, back to your you point. you know, there are yeah.
0: biological reasons for who I am right now. There's socioeconomic reasons, right? Um, you know, was I raised in the most wealthy family? Definitely not. Uh, but uh, was I much the wealthier the are, yeah. compared to the wealth compared to the rest yeah. of the world? Yeah. For sure. You're in the. Has 1%, that affected bro. me? Yes. You're in the one percent. Has being a male affected the way people treat me? Obviously, right. Has it has being affect- white affected yeah. the way has, people? Has treat it affected me? Me? what people
1: expect you to do and be? Yeah.
0: Are all those components so um, individually calculatable that we can make some grand model that's exactly to the T? Your level of oppression that you have, you know, had is exactly this much from this. This. No. 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 Right. So. Could I think as a zoomed out concept, intersectionality has something to say about what it means to be a human being in a complex society where many factors are all playing together, right? But what it what it doesn't do is it doesn't give you concrete... It's not as scientific as, say, you know, particle physics. It's not nearly as tight a knowledge scheme as, you know, evolution. So we we have to be careful about upholding the power of the scientific viewpoint and, and separating the, the softer social sciences from the more legitimate academic pursuits of truth. This is a message of the IDW generally, which is we have to be careful about letting ideology slip into academic departments where the quality of the academic work is going down.
1: Well, in terms of academic departments that are based on like empirical... Observation and evidence, like, like you're talking about, like, and
0: skewed at that. Well,
1: well, you're saying that it's being skewed from these by these ideologies, essentially.
0: Essentially, because the ideology has infested certain departments, their aim is no longer the pursuit of truth, no matter what it be. It is, I want certain conclusions to be true, and I will throw away. Well, this comes whether consciously or subconsciously, it's narratives, right? But the fact that something like that could infect the university system, right? The institution that we base our 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 knowledge of truth on, right? It's it's easy to think like, oh, what's the big deal? But like maybe it won't affect us in the next twenty years all that much. But in a hundred years if you I mean if you can't depend on experts to tell you true knowledge, that's terrifying.
1: I think this will all be moot in a hundred years. The robots will be. I mean, there's bro. a chance
0: something way bigger it's will over. come along and force us to throw away all coming. this bullshit. And yeah, and the and singularity reunify. will
1: take care of all of it. We're but good. I, I wrote good. A, in
0: my in my notes here. I wrote a little bullet point just called "The Power of the Scientific Viewpoint." You want to just like tell tell me why the scientific viewpoint is not not just science itself, but the scientific method. The viewpoint is you know, important. Why it's in, in terms of just, yeah, I'm lobbing you a tennis ball. Like, I, I, spike was, it back I was going to say, okay,
1: so the scientific <laughs> method, well, we've only had it for like, what, 400 years. It didn't exist. A little less. Yeah. Until relatively recently. Well, until the enlightenment, right? I mean, that's kind yeah. of an enlightenment error. Uh, it's probably, in some ways, I, I think the most valuable part that, that came out of that whole movement and is this idea that not only can you – I mean, to me, uh, Johnny, I want to know what you think after, after what I say. But to me, it's about that, all right, let's step back from what we think we know, use observation and experimentation, and not only do that to get results, but repeat those tests and repeat similar tests – and compare and contrast the results that we get, and
0: try to prove them wrong. Try to prove them so, wrong. So yeah, it? I mean, a lot of a lot of
2: problems are solved when you work with the same data because it you have you know what i mean it makes arguing easier so the scientific revolution was a lot of different things it was the process but like the kilogram is a kilogram because it was an exact amount of a certain heavy metal
1: i forget what platinum or something wasn't there like an original is an original one it, yeah very there's an original or one it's like yet. the original kilogram or something
2: but there's there's a way there's an exact in directions to make exactly one kilogram like to make the tool and they made them all in one place and they sent them to every major city in the western world at the time all of Europe and that way you could all if somebody said they shipped a kilo from Venice and it gets to London you could check and see if they were fucking with you or not instead of having to argue and you know it just, it, it just makes human interactions a lot cleaner and smoother it gave a when standard. you work with the same data yeah when you standardization was probably one of the biggest things and and we're losing that with uh, information now. We don't have Joe's right, we don't have like experts. We like people already don't trust experts unless they're their experts. And well, it's like that's yeah. or unless, unless and unless it
1: agrees with the, what they al- already think. This is something that I was I was talking about today in class about research studies and I I told them what you're going to find when you research whatever topic you're looking into is a million Studies or news re- bullshit news reportings about studies that are either made up, misconstrue the truth pick one element of the data and present it as a flashy headline and it's all bullshit.
2: 6 glasses of wine plus chocolate a day will reduce your risks of
0: alzheimer's. It will really? also you cause sure all the
1: cancer ever and cure all the cancer. We didn't ever. say
0: anything about cancer.
1: Yeah. But again, and what I tell them is that you need to you you need to go to the original data and the original sources and and verify it for yourself. And and then I have a list of all different ways to assess valid sources and you can see they're sort of like this looks like a lot of work.
0: And, and it it's is like, a uh, fucking lot guess, of work. Guess, guess what? what? I don't have time. So you know what? what? I'm just going to take the conclusions if of the you... commentariat that the, oh, the choc- news is giving chocolate me.
1: Cures, c- chocolate cures racism? Yeah, ju- let's, let's, my, bite, my let's bite into it. Come on.
2: <laughs> the best exa- example is uh, if uh, teach a man... Right, Teach a man to make fire, you'll keep him warm. But set a man on fire, he'll be warm for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it's the guy's like, well, like saying. Have, <laughs> lifetime that's, that's warmth not, not is way up. Yeah, lifetime warmth is way up with this one trick, guys. Yeah, that's Just not, click not to true. Find out.
0: But Johnny, no. what you were saying about the kilogram is a perfect example of in order for humans to get along with each other, we need a shared narrative, a shared yeah, uh, we, baseline we're, of we're knowledge. We're too
2: tribal. Yeah, and we like to bicker to begin with. So, so. imagine if yeah. we
0: were fighting about something, and, you know, you were selling me a product and I'm fighting about your prices, right? We, we can fight all we want about the prices, about your philosophy of setting the prices at a certain amount, all that shit. But if we start fighting about what the definition of a kilogram is... We've lost all hope because now the, the one thing that we should be as objective yeah. as possible i we buy, can't agree on.
2: What, I'm trying to buy half a shipload, and you're trying to sell me a full shipload that I don't believe you have. I think mm-hmm. it's only half of a shipload. Right. So we're arguing different things. It's, it's Well, then the argument becomes,
1: wait a minute, fuck me,
0: fuck you. Yep. And, then yeah. it, and guess what happens then? Violence. Yeah. Like actual violence. Not the yeah. kind the new left calls which are like, oh, you hurt my feelings violence. Yeah, Uh, it's the kind
1: of violence which is...
0: (laughs) Well, if conversation fails, all you have left is violence, right? And one of the things I I see as a general trend in in our country right now is we used to have more of a strong shared narrative of what it means to be an American, what it means to live in a system where we say, no, no, like, disagreeing is part of the process, but we, in a zoomed-out way, have a more shared narrative of, like, you can always say whatever you want you can criticize the current people g- who are in power are you going
1: to show the John McCain video
0: oh I do I think have it, that I
1: think it's I think
2: it's because right after they said that speech they would often say sit down enter racial slur here this you seems know? like it
0: may have been from like the <laughs> like say
2: whatever you want but sit down you dirty blank like pick pick one right you know? So that's, that's why a lot of people are just, and, and because of history, and we actually find out about the bullshit stuff our country did. Like we know about the fucked up things the CIA's done to us, the Tuskegee experiments. It makes people be like, fuck this country. Whereas, you know, in, if you go to Russia, their version of like the world wars are a lot different than ours. Or if you go to China, you still can't learn about Tiananmen Square, and it was 30 years ago. Right. So, so it's, our system is kind of more vulnerable to that.
0: Um, but I that's kind of why
2: I like it better.
0: I want to play a quick clip of John McCain's concession sure. speech because it just goes to show you how fast, like, this... If if you want to understand how the polarization has has turned up, just imagine, like, this is 10 years ago. Imagine Donald Trump trying to give this speech. Or Hillary Clinton. A-
1: anybody today.
0: My friends, we have we have come to the
2: end of a long journey. The American people have spoken... And they have spoken
0: clearly. A little while ago, to congratulate him on being elected the, next of the country that he both love.
2: In a contest as long and difficult as this campaign has been, His success alone commands my respect for his ability and perseverance. But that he managed to do so by inspiring the hopes of so many millions of Americans who had once wrongly believed that they had little at stake or little influence in the election of an American president is something I deeply admire and commend him for achieving. This is an historic election. I recognize the special significance it has for African-Americans and for the special pride that must be theirs tonight.
0: I- we miss, we we didn't know how good we had it in 2008 when we were demonizing mm. John McCain and and I was playing my part. You know, I was definitely, what, I was 19 years old at the t- 10 years ago and I was... Obviously, We smoked cigars in your backyard on election night. I remember that. We were so <laughs> confident. We voted, and then we went
2: back to your house with some beers and some cigars, and we I mean, just listened. To, we listened to the results around the fire on NPR. But, yeah. We but key, to key, on the key radio. phrase there
1: I just want to point out before we move on. He says, "I, I uh, imagine the pride that is theirs tonight. Again, what we've been talking about all along, thinking about even if, if you can't, like, he's like, yeah, I'm not a black person. I don't know how much like how much pride they must feel for something like this, but I know that that's how they feel. And so different from where we are today. Yeah, yeah. Th- that ability to recognize how people feel and why they feel—you you don't see that in a politician or, or a mainstream. Well, when you when,
2: right when you look when you look at like the SJW, if you type that into YouTube, you see those crazy people screaming at you. But when you actually talk to people, like they. it's, it's very different. It's that kind of, they're just like, well, yeah, see how bad things have gotten. Like, I just want people to be more aware. Like you should just, before you say something, be aware if it's offensive, if it's possibly offensive to someone and things like that. that Like, right. But I'm just saying like, no, but to do it to like an extra step, be like, Oh, you know, maybe this person, uh, because of this, it's just like, you know, giving that, that extra allowance or whatever you want to call it. Um, because of that, like zoomed out, whatever. Sorry, go ahead with your point. I don't know why I chimed no, in. I, I, I didn't have much there.
0: The, 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 the uh oh. We're right, losing we're the, gist. the gist. We're of live. It, the gist of it is that at the time I was like, oh, McCain's giving his concession speech. That's it. I
1: didn't think about it. You're right.
0: But now I look yeah. back on this and I think to myself, okay.
1: I'm blown away when I'm blown I, when away I look by, by the
0: maturity yeah. of that speech. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it,
2: it's kind, It's really sad, isn't it? See, that's hyper normalization right there. You've gotten so used to Trump. It's been two years. is a long time. You've just gotten used to his level of right. uh, his level of discourse to the point where you're like floored by that. You know, if you go back and l- read old Obama speeches, he seems much more like Lincoln than Trump. Like, it's, even though it's only f- t- two years ago, like it seems way closer to the old days than mm. to where we are now. Because time shit moves fast.
1: Yeah, you know, internet really era, does. baby. Information age. Industrial era is done. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, it's over. You know, uh, you. elections for the past many, many, many years have been more or less a 50-50 split between Democrats and Republicans.
1: And Soviet Russia.
0: you know, But that's
2: not even most people. We don't even get, like, what? We get about a third of the country
1: to vote? Yes. Oh, you're going to have a lot more than that this election.
0: I think so. I bet, but And I'd be lot that to see what that, what that turns out to be. Are we going to get to half?
1: Sides. On both sides, you're going to have a lot more. But can we actually get half of a democracy to vote? That would be great. You're going you're to have close to 50% this election. I'd bet money on it.
0: Yeah. I think well, it's going to be a lot more Let's see. Election. I mean, the midterms will be like uh, 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 something think, that points in the direction I, I, of what we can I expect. I think this is
1: going to be the highest midterm turnout in in a long time. I don't know what, it, what it's what it been like historically. Things could get way
0: worse depending on the midterms, though. Like, they go through well, it's the hole in it's a it's a midterm, we'll but see. it's a
2: census year. The last census midterm year was a presidential election year. So the midterms, you know what I mean? That wasn't, it's not the same oh, thing. True, yeah. This year, whoever wins is going to be the congressional class that votes, the does the redistricting. So is it going to be Republicans that further the gerrymandering and preserve what they've done or Democrats coming in and trying to make it more accurate, which would be way more in their favor? So that's why it's a huge one for
1: gerrymandering is a whole other fucking thing. Yeah, especially yeah, it's a whole thing. You're right though (laughs) to point that out.
2: But that's well, you brought up midterms. All I'm saying is this is a huge because it's a census year and it's going to affect voting districts for the next ten years. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, so they're like they're the the short games in politics. Like, let's say it was just a board game. The Republicans are way better at playing the board game of U.S. politics than the Democrats are. That's
2: what happened in 2010. Yeah. Obama got elected. They won the midterms. They were able to block a lot of his stuff for the next six years, and they laid the district for these bullshit wins they've gotten since then, and that they can hold. So yeah, it's a it's a big. They're also way better at this is a, a big narrative election
0: because th- they have holes in their narrative, just like the left. But the left. Has has sort of You're propped right. up the voice of like, oh, our version will be shut down opponents, and that's how we keep our well, narrative. Well, a perfect, Whereas the right's like, oh, do it's you know God. What the perfect
1: example is Trump? Because look at the insane shit Trump has gotten away with, and he hasn't lost Republican support. Republican, like evangelical voters,
0: which shows you like the spineless. How- like, you know, like I I remember thinking like a while ago, oh, Trump won't get the 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 really religious people because like how could they possibly swallow what he's saying?
1: Yeah, he cheats well, on it. He well, cheats turns on his, out, no well, problem. He cheats on his let's, wife. Let's he says all this insane Squeeze shit. them
0: titties and yell, at, yeah. you know, yell for God let's while you're doing steal, it. And it's like, well, let's he's going to pick the Supreme this, Court though. nominee
2: I want. So. That's right. He's, he doesn't matter. He's doing God's work, yeah. whether he wants to or means to yep. or tries to. He's doing it. He's passing right, all the things the pastor is saying, yeah. has been saying they need from politicians for years. And if he does it, who cares if he's out there banging porn stars? He's doing the things things the the ones that have a wife and two kids won't do and is yeah. like the per so th- that's why he's their guy yeah
0: yeah I, they don't
2: they don't care like they enough. don't they I mean, are, it works
1: it works they're on the same page
0: it's something you see on the left too which like, is they say the lie is not a bad thing as long as it's forwarding a, a, a some kind of you know, policy Lar- that is larger, good. Larger policy. Also, generally,
2: yeah. generally, any religious base, don't mean to offend any listeners here, they're pretty much suckers for the whole salvation story. You know, uh Bush Jr. was a uh, recovered alcoholic yeah. that found Jesus. Like, they, lo- they ate that shit up, you know? I think
0: salvation stories are good because I really believe in it. It's from, like, a Buddhism thing, which is you can always begin again, you know? Yeah, sure. And, and that's what the salvation story is. It's the phoenix. It's the phoenix can burn, and in the burning, you burn away all your past problems, and you, you're born new, right? And that's what elections are. Yeah. <laughs> um, How do we
2: get on this? I thought we were talking about the IDW.
0: Yeah, I've got uh, one thing I'll say, uh, just to sum up the the scientific viewpoint thing, I wrote a little little quick bullet point here, which is... Objective facts are the fairest way to agree on a premise before, you know, you analyze or debate a topic. So the IDW has plenty of internal disagreements and debates about shit, but watching it feels healthy. Watching the debates between the people in the movement feels healthy and feels, you know, like it's a stimulating real conversation. It's a good faith conversation where both people end up in a new place from where they started. That's the kind of conversations that excite me where people are like, hey, I'm at the edge of my knowledge. I'm just trying to honestly communicate what I think. Let's let's like figure it out together. Like that's the style of conversation I see from the IDW that excites me. What I see from the characters on the quote unquote new left is more it's like a tactical game. It's like, how can I win? And winning is just shutting down the other person. And whether you know, maybe the person doesn't know it, but often maybe they do know that it's okay to lie as long as I win, because me winning means my my you know righteous policy you know succeeds or whatever. Um, I just think we should not abandon objective thinking. We should not abandon the scientific viewpoint because, like you said, Johnny, with the kilogram, if we just abandon the fact that the kilogram is a real measurable thing we can't just utter untruths and get away with it endlessly like no having having the same like
2: first principles starting point yeah. is necessary to get anything done yeah
0: and so much of what the left is doing right now or i should say the new left is they're saying you know what i want to prove the power i'm wielding over you by forcing you to say something that's untrue so the gender pronoun thing fits more into this category and I wanted to just give this last little cool idea of the IDW before we finish this episode, which is the idea that the IDW wants to do something for the left that in other words, they want to steel man the left and do their job better for them. So um, Jordan Peterson, for example, he came to the forefront because of the whole controversy surrounding a bill in Canada called bill C C 16 this was a bill that was enshrining into the law um, certain ideological conceptions of what is sex, what is gender, and what is gender identity. I'll spare you the details, but essentially his um, objection to it was on a few a few bullet points. Very understandable if you like listen to his video. None of the attacks that ensued against him actually contended with his views but
1: well my my i mean just in general and tell me if i'm wrong my understanding from what i've heard him say was that it wasn't that he was even against the ideology it was against it was that he was against any type of uh, codified compelled speech like it could have been it could have been to say like to to say that like well you have to say anything yes it, it's that he, he was ag- saying that it was never that as, there was as never in
0: any example in english common law of uh, there is one thing on restricting the freedom of speech in certain scenarios but it's a completely different thing like yelling to, fire
1: in a crowded theater exactly or something like that or yeah.
0: in, directly inciting violence right yeah right but it's a completely different thing to compel speech and you might say oh they're not going to put you in jail it's like no they'll fine you and then what happens when you don't pay the fine then they eventually put you in jail. So it's it's the same difference. And it's like, well, he, he decided, I'm going to draw the line right here because I don't like where this is going. And it's one of those things where he knows half the professors I work with don't agree with this policy, but none of them are going to stand up and say shit because they just want to keep well, getting that, their paycheck. And that
1: came up in the Kathy Newman interview, which was – it's hilarious from the point of how utterly miserably she, she kind of bombed that – Whole, like but she insisted that on
0: that premise even though he well, corrected her well, right he, away she
1: says well you told a, a student that you wouldn't you know that you wouldn't say use that that pronoun he's like that never happened yeah. he's like in fact they asked and I did
0: also he's gotten most of and his she was just letters like, from oh. trans people have been letters of support from the trans community saying well, that's yeah says, these yeah. activists don't speak for me like this is a minority a very vocal minority um, so anyways yeah,
2: ultimately they want to be treated with respect to like people like most people right right that most people yeah. are
0: normal people what a shocker psychotic right? yeah. and and they don't create internet campaigns and like you know start giant movements and try to well, take funny over university I, I have, campuses like i have transgender oh are you
2: calling Rosa parks an internet maniac now luke <laughs> yes exactly what a fucking ha- white
0: privileged well, piece have, of shit have you have trans- She was racist Jesus. for wanting to sit on that bus Anyways, wow. I, I moving on. Hey, folks, don't uh, don't sample that. Yeah, you know we, we, me.
1: not Don't isolate we, and repeat that. You know me. That the for first time. I was, might run for city you know. council
0: someday. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I,
1: I've, I've had no. You, you. can't. I might run for <laughs> galaxy council. Yeah, of that. You make sure you win. make
2: sure you delete the frog suit tweets. Yeah, then, uh, yeah. but screwed. I've had
1: like I have transgender students. Is like if they tell me like, oh, I prefer to go by this. It's like, okay, fine. Like. Not a problem. Especially
0: if they ask you in like a "Hey, this makes me feel better" kind of way. It's it's. I Not mean, it's like, the same. Hey, I'm going to compel you because I have power over you. It's the same. Kind of way. It's the
1: same thing. If a student asks me to, like, because I have a lot of international students, and sometimes they're like, "I would rather you use my my traditional name from wherever I'm from," or they'll say, "I feel more comfortable using an Americanized name because
0: you're going to butcher it." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, "Fair well, enough."
1: Canada's and I've had Canada's that conversation weird, too with them, where I'm like, "It's it's funny there," and they are sort of surprised, but I'm like. I'm like, yeah, like, I'll try to learn your name. And then we talk about, like, we can talk about that. We can have a conversation about that. And I think, like, to your point, Luke, like, I don't have a problem with that. And I think a lot of people don't. And that's a big difference from just saying, like, well, maybe necessarily that you you just have to do it, right?
0: So, and his argument was, okay, let's take the the transgender pronoun thing. If anybody doesn't know much about this, and this is one of the problems I found generally with um, genuine people on the left is they're not necessarily aware of what the extremes on the left are saying so like there are trans um movement like websites I remember going to one I saw in a cafe on someone's computer was a little sticker that said equality is not enough and I thought to myself that's interesting like I went to the website and it was it was insane it was it was it was just a completely different ideology than what most people think they're signing up for. It was, it was essentially an equality of outcome type thinking where it showed that classic picture of three people watching a a baseball game, but like the fence is one height, but the people are different heights, you know? And so it's like, Oh, you have to give like this one, a stool that's five foot and this one doesn't you, need you're
1: st- describing it terribly yeah i don't I'm even sorry. know what that means what,
2: what so is that? so there's a there's a cartoon that explains that it's the to illustrate the difference between a quality of outcome and a quality of opportunity and it's three different heighted kids w- trying to watch a baseball game over the fence and one kid's really tall one's k- kind of too short one's really too short and so that's the equality of opportunity side. And then the equality of outcome side shows them each with a box that puts them able to see the game at the same height.
1: Oh, so they all have different sized boxes. Because
0: they're they're starting from... To, to make oh, them okay. at
2: the same so end what, 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 So what the hell
1: does that mean?
0: It means uh, it's a silly cartoon that doesn't account for a multivaried version of what reality is. So what is it trying to... I don't understand it's what trying it's trying to say. It's trying to say that, that, is. that, that um, equality is not enough, meaning you can't just say, hey, everybody gets an equal starting point. Is that... Um, whatever in this intersectionality right there's sort of like a hierarchy of like who like so a black trans woman is like highest up on the hierarchy of like like their opinion according to the theory their opinion is most valid because of their life experience and any um criticism against that better be careful about where it's coming from because otherwise you're not allowed to cross that boundary and criticize that. You can't criticize their lived experience is the is the terminology? But isn't that a use. difference
1: between, like, I, I mean, certain people, so if you take, like, race, for example, or, or gender or whatever, like, it, okay, like, if people have been raised in certain ways or, like, just have had different expectations put on them or, or different opportunities available to them, offering them, more resources like is isn't that the same thing but I don't think that's a bad thing it's like I was saying like not necessarily that that's what I'm saying like when I worked worked in that that school like that was kind of the idea is like offer like that uh, I I hate to use a cartoon box example but offer that box to those people because they haven't they they have had no access to that opportunity right yeah so like that seems to me like a good iteration of that okay but
0: you're already more complicated than a picture I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, I, yeah, because I'm. confused. So I want to have sure this idea. conversation yeah. with people. Okay.
0: Of this ideology, but they don't want to have conversations. So what do I've, they want? i don't, they I've say, had that
2: conversation with people. Who are you having trouble having this conversation with? Um, Name me. You, oh, because you're on a college campuses and shit. That's why I talk to real people.
0: Yeah. So I, in in my <laughs> life, I've generally found talking to real people who have to deal with real life. They immediately have a different perspective than yeah. college yeah. students who, who honestly, well, especially it, now, like their version of what it means to be an adult is just totally skewed. Well, do you
1: know what I think? A good question to ask, and this is maybe something you want to try moving forward, is just start by, all right, what's your what's your ideal outcome? What's your ideal world? What's your ideal situation? What what is utopia?
0: Is it possible? That's what I asked earlier. I said, what degree, what amount of suffering is allowable? Like, at what point should we say, hey, let's be careful because the more we correct it, the more suffering we're going to create, right? And I don't know where that line is. Well,
1: it it depends on how you're correcting, yeah.
0: Now, let me steel man the left because there's a great example that's very close to the job I do of of where this kind of um, progressive thinking is really helpful. So- I forget the details of this, but you can look it up. I have the gist of it, which is um, in uh, sometime, I think it was in the 80s or the 90s, in professional classical music orchestras like New York Philharmonic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta Symphony, like, you know, symphonies, they started having all auditions behind screens. Right. And that's prior to that, that's standard... almost no women were winning jobs. That's standard and practice. And af- guess now what too, happened right? after the screens? You started to see like the the involvement of women in orchestras skyrocket. Yeah. So that that was a clear example of there was a, a an underlying or even like you know very obvious sexism yeah. and institutionalized institutionalized bias. bias within the the choosing process for orchestras that got fixed when they put up the screens. So there you go. Oh, that's a proposal. That's in a proposal that makes sense. And that you can statistically look at and say, "Look, we got rid of this bias." Now, I think if you were to get rid of the screens today, it might still be a bad thing for various reasons. Like, I think it's safe to just leave the screens up. Yeah, it's definitely a weird especially way, especially because
2: not, it's not—it's not a visual medium at all. There's no reason to see. The there's person. no
0: reason to see it, and it but should theoretically case, it all be to, about playing. But in that case, it seems to work. By the way, the screens come down in the final round. It's just the initial two rounds. It's usually a three round process. Well, fair enough though. And that's fine because yeah. at that at the final round you, you're now saying, How does this person interact? You might even play within the section and like try out how do they sound with the other people, yeah. that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, there's
2: so many more performance based things yeah. at that point. But, but that's a great uh, example
0: of like the this is other a proposal but, that worked and it, it actually was an unfair bias against women. Right. And that's like what, ha, what like happens? There are, situ-
1: there are certainly ideas and situations, but you have to identify what are the ones that are which actually which disparities be are yeah. actually unfair because of sexism
0: yeah. or racism and which disparities are because they are. Like, is the fact that 25% what? of Google is women, is that all sexism? Is it 10%? Sex- that's a question that takes a multivariate like analysis, but. That's yep. not what the James Demore memo, like in the mainstream media, talked about. Well, hold, hold on before you jump to that. Well,
1: oh God! Uh,
2: <laughs> d- <laughs> um, Easy,
0: big fella. We're on like two <laughs> oh, hours. Yeah, I yeah. I just lost it anyway, so we'll It's going ha- to yeah. have to be, yeah. Uh, I, I lost it. What were we just talking about? <laughs> I brought up the James DeMoor memoir and you said yeah. no, he needs no, just, be yeah. just before that. Just um, before that. He was talking about how... how oh, the classical music uh, putting yeah. the screens up.
2: Oh, yeah. So what happens when it backfires, though? What What is the appropriate when response? Big start when start winning jobs? St- <laughs> when Jon Stewart... I don't know Stewart- how to respond to that. <laughs> when, no, Jon Stewart started the Daily That's Show. He so. said, okay, we're going to hire... He said the same thing. He said, we're not going to... We're going to just have them submit writing samples because I don't want a room full of, like, a bunch of white Jewish writers, like, just like me and my friends or whatever. Like, writing, you know, let, we want some diversity, so we'll only accept writing samples and hire you anonymously. And they got a room full of white writers, right, white male writers. really And he was like, yeah, and he was like, shit, so that backfired. So then, so that's then they had to go out of their... Idea. They had to go out of their way to look for diversity. And it's like, so, so sometimes you do have to... Like actively account for it.
0: Right. No, I mean, and th- and and each each situation will be different, probably. and And the point is you have to like go based on data and figure out, is this working? So Eric Weinstein brought up this really cool thing because I like the idea of he is of the IDW members. He's one of the most firmly on the left. And something really cool, if you've heard of Ben Shapiro, depending on uh, what kind of internet usage you you generally do, you may have even heard abhorrent things about this guy. That was so
2: condescending, Luke. I love how you said that.
0: I mean, people use the internet differently. Some people only use Facebook, and that's their internet usage. <laughs> and if I know, I heard it. I heard it in your tone. I just appreciate it.
1: Yeah,
2: it. it was very, it
1: was I very tempered it. for how, how confident you are that you're better than everyone. I, I really yeah. appreciate it. Well,
0: that. I don't pick up trash on the beach, so I'm not that good. <laughs> we'll be there Sunday, like Sharon. You're only inner. You're only internet good. You're not beach. good. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're not ready. Uh, <laughs> And so I would say ben shapiro of 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 the members in the i d w he he's the one that does the lib baiting this is like where he purposely baits like leftist I, I people to that, like yeah. just have a reaction to break down and yeah. you know a lot of times it's just unnecessary, but one of the cool things that has happened is Ben Shapiro was a very sort of let's say black and white thinker about the transgender issue um and in some ways i I respect the idea of like, hey, let's not confuse. Gender with biology, because a lot of people on the left are saying, you know, um, a transgender woman is just as much a woman as a biological woman. That is not a fact; that is untrue. But you're well, forcing legally me... they
2: can be. Who cares?
0: Yeah, but you're forcing me to say something that's untrue as a power game, and so he was reacting against that. But one of the cool things I love about Eric Weinstein is he said, "No, no, no I see this differently." He said, "I like to camp." This is a phrase I used in the beginning. I like to camp and decamp. He said, so my scientific brain is perfectly happy making the distinguish you know, distinguishment between a a biological male and a biological female. But at the same time, distinguishment no no no, go back
2: Distinguishment. Come
1: on, you know the word there. He's distinguishedly distinct in his distinguishment. So go fuck yourself. I was yourself. about to go let on. No, Luke, b- I got you. Go on.
0: Just keep rolling. Just
2: keep uh, n- none of those
0: Yeah, Joe, academic, academic yeah. Uh, yeah. wizarded I, I, around that formation. I I was actually go about on. to do a beer burp <laughs> as I was saying that. I was trying to do like a Rick and Morty style. Wait, burping. where did the burp go? Oh, okay. It went back in my stomach. <laughs> Till next time. <laughs> Nobody's listening at this point. No, this is going to be a two-parter. Still. So uh and anyways <laughs> as a zoomed out thing Eric Weinstein has a really cool model for how a mind could be and he says there are different rooms in his house and he has the atheist room because he is an atheist but he's also very Jewish um and he he loves the religion and he talks about like the the room of faith in his mind is very important but he likes to describe his mind as like it's a house with all these rooms but the the walls and everything are clear so he can see through to the different rooms. So there's never too much compartmentalizing. Wait,
1: this this weird fuck lives in a glass house?
0: As his model for his mind, I'm talking about.
1: Wow, you're hard to derail so, tonight. I don't so, like this. So, <laughs> so he yeah, gave a cool, point. Yeah, he's he, so on point. He gave
0: a cool model of like, look, it, it's less important about what's factually true if someone's saying, hey, can you call me a she instead of a he? It's more like, hey, there's a human being, a soul, in front of me that needs to be cared for. And so it's from this compassion point that the voice of the left, I think, should be coming from. But my argument is that if it were coming from pure com- compassion, the the transgender movement of pronouns and whatnot wouldn't be doing what it was doing with, you know, 30-plus different Z, Zs, Zs, you know, all this stuff. It would say, hey, there's a phenomenon called intersex, and that is where you're missing a protein on your, you know, I think it's the Y chromosome and it makes you are born with the externals of one genitalia and the internals of another. And it's very confusing about which sex you're going to choose to um, be. And often it can be a-, a whole thing, right? Well, it can be a spectrum of things, which yeah. is what they're saying. Yeah, right? And and so he's saying like the, the logical place for this whole language of what to say around like um, gender, that would naturally emerge in this area, if it were coming from a pure compassion point of view. For example, we used to call um, married women "Misses" and unmarried women Miss. And then starting in the 70s, this other term Ms. Ms. period came in. And it was a way to equalize that, hey, why do we have to distinguish whether a woman is married or not, but not a man? For a man, it was Mr. or Mr. For women, there was a difference. So now there's this miz, which is like whether you're married or not, you're a miz, right? It doesn't have anything to do mm-hmm. with marital status. right? And that naturally got adopted into the language because it made sense, and it took some time, and now this is generally what people use. Well, there was no law on that, was There was that? no law. Yeah. It was, it was naturally kind of, what, what it, got adopted. It was, it was an emergent yeah, sort
1: of philosophy in it's, terms of like what yeah. we should adopt. You so know? he
0: brings up in Turkish, so w- when is the one time that you inflect for gender in English? It's in the third person, right? Yeah. He or she. In Turkish, there's one pronoun for he, she, it. There's no gender. Even nouns don't have a gender like in in Spanish or French. What the fuck are the
1: French supposed to do? Yeah.
0: Well, so he's just saying like if you wanted to say, hey, from a pure point of compassion and of being useful and actually succeeding, I want to make one backwards incompatible change to the English language and make a third person gender neutral pronoun that will satisfy Everything from the most extreme cases of um, intersex all the way down the line to all the fluidity of gender. If you just have this one neutral pronoun and we'll make one backwards change, it, it will be rocky at first, but then it will get adopted like Ms. did over 10, 20 years.
1: But what if I feel like I'm uh, whatever? Like... A lion? sure and I I feel like that's as valid as male and female
0: well that's on you but that's not on society to validate it for you
1: yeah but I I can I can do what I want and to also promote that can I? what I'm what Isn't I'm distinguishing
0: right? is the difference between making a, a voice of compassion meaning you're you're feeling pain for others and trying to help them and and a, a grab for power so what I see from the protests and the way people speak who are um you know pushing forward the gender pronoun thing is, it's almost like a power game. They want you to say their words, and 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 they will make you do it. And and it started to creep into law, and that's where someone like Jordan Peterson said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is this is getting out of hand." From like you're being psychologically, like you know, messed up as a person to now you're enshrining it in law, and you're gonna get people to put me in jail for it. He's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I have to say about this way earlier than." you know, it gets to you know let's say twenty years from now. You're pointing your hand up again. I, I'm
1: putting my hand up <laughs> <laughs> Johnny can't
0: Can you, see you turn it, but... your
2: video off and on again? Turn it off and on. That fixes it. Oh yeah, that might work. Um
0: so yeah, I like the yeah. idea that the IDW could there we go. I there like go. the idea that the IDW could be not what the left currently has painted it to be, which is like this alternate voice for the right, but that let's make yeah. the IDW the intelligent voice of the left. In other words, yeah, I Eric Weinstein that, yeah. said, "How about us in the IDW put forth the policy of let's contact some linguists and let's change the English pronoun to be a gender-neutral pronoun and let's see how the left attacks us for that?" You know,
1: that's that's isn't that and, clever? And, and that's the whole comes back to the whole Trojan yeah. ideal, right? I I actually really like that. Yeah. yeah. It's that clever because it's sense. like,
0: wait, are you uh, are you in the us versus them thinking, right. or you really want to see change in the world because that will affect yeah. how you react to what and we it, do? It,
1: it breaks down sort of that partisan boundary, right? Like, which which is where we're at now.
0: And also, like in a in a in a country like I said, more or less 50-50 elections. Do you want to defeat the other person? What would that mean? You have to live with them. You have to live in the same country as these people. You quote unquote well, defeated. Be against? Well, we're Ooh, going nursing. back to
2: the. We've <laughs> made this point on the Thunk Tank before, which is ideologues aren't effective generally because they won't sacrifice their principles to get real world results, which is what you need to do in every field, including this, right? We, we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, sure. you know, that, that, like, that idea, it's like, well, I can't convince you science is the answer, but if I could convince you God wants science or god gave you science then really you're being ungodly if you don't accept science like whatever it worked for you you're, you're i'm still getting to do my science however you justified it whether i really am like fully in agreement or okay with it or not like you just get that shit done so you can
0: well you know, people go for the get. the smaller victories and they don't worry about like oh do i have to agree with you 100 percent? which is exactly what the idw is it's a bunch of people that said hey we don't agree on a lot of things but we do agree on one thing the primacy of intellectual honesty and of objective thinking the idea that there is an objective way to view the world the scientific viewpoint is extremely powerful and if we were if we were to have any grounding in 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 you know a premise that we can all agree on it would emerge from the scientific viewpoint and we can you know have our debates from there, but fall back on something common. Well, it comes back
1: to the kilogram example, where we need That's to. That's a great example. We need by to the at way. least agree on that. And if from, you can't
0: agree on a kilogram, you're fucked.
1: Well, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna ever actually accomplish. That's anything, where
0: it's going though, right? right? Can you agree well, so on a number? On... How many people were at Trump's inauguration? Can we agree on a number? Well, for that? so and so you know? many
1: people too. It's like I I mean, you see this again on the partisan sides where they're routed in straw man arguments where. Uh, you can say well they say this or you hear this and it's like well who who's actually saying what exactly yeah and if you don't tell us it's like well yeah, fuck yeah it's easy to tear down somebody who isn't an actual person who's actually making an argument which is so why it's so ironic that the steel man is now I mean I had not heard of Steelman before this year isn't that sad? It's very sad.
0: That should be something I learned in like middle school, steel manning. Dude, you know? it's
1: it's not something that anybody learns at any level. Like I'm starting to use it now in my class, and students
0: are like, what? I think if you use steel man and combine it with this concept of camp and decamp, yeah. That's the super powerful thing. It's like Well, I think that teaches you
1: compassion too, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. I mean, so I wrote this this little thing, and by the way, I'm gonna make um a short Blog post to go along with this <laughs> episode. Blog post. No, it's going to be shorter than. Yeah, the last no, one, it's I, I going I to promise. be like
1: ten thousand words. Watch. I, no, no, no. I Luca mean, Festo, two point dark web.
0: I really am not planning on it being that long, but I did write. <laughs> he
1: said planning. Keyword. No promises, ladies I, and gentlemen. I all did, seven frogs. I did write a
0: category. I haven't wrote it into a blog post yet. I just wrote an outline, but I I wrote something called the leftist personality that turns me off. And I, I sort of called this compartmentalized compassion. And I said, I don't really trust anyone with compartmentalized compassion because I, I've done a lot of meditation and I've done a lot of um, specifically meditation on compassion. And it's, it's where you just like sit there and try to, um, you start with one person, then you maybe start with yourself even, then your dog, then, you know, your your family and, and you and you expand outward into the whole world and you you're say, sitting on your dog. May you be filled with loving kindness, may you be happy, may you be, you know, safe, may you be healthy in body and mind, may you be truly happy and free. Oh, and F you, that. You try to genuinely wish this on the world. Oh, F that. And you can get to states of mind where you generally wish compassion and, and good good vibes on on everyone. What I see though is is a, a confusion. Used hijacking of the compassion muscle by ideology. And you know it when you see it because yeah, there's no distinction between justice and mercy. The, the ideology that, um, let's say, as a virus almost takes over the compassion muscle in the brain, it gets off on putting people down. It gets off on revenge. It gets off on, like, shutting people down and winning Whereas true compassion is like, hey, I want to understand you, right? I want to see how it is you became the person you are. What life circumstances led Donald Trump to be Donald Trump? Like, how can I view him as like a little baby that just, you know, didn't can get I loved do th- in the can right Can I do life? that
1: and also fuck that guy?
0: I mean, you can do both, right? You can camp and decamp, as yeah. I said, you know? But like you ha- I think you should have a camping room, which is compassion for all. I got to have a glass house now? And I don't think it's compassion if you have compassion, but it's compartmentalized. And like, I only have compassion for this person. I mean, they don't even have compassion for all women because it's like, believe all women. Unless that woman is saying something different than my narrative, then she's a traitor. It's like, well, then you don't really have much of a theory there, right? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about like one of the threads. Yeah,
2: you're of- losing me, Luke.
0: One of the threads, in general, is believe all women, right? But it, but let's say there's a woman who's black, who's Republican. It's like, well, she's she's, you know, that's ridiculous.
2: You're trying to cover too much in on yeah, one you, episode, I think. You're
0: overreaching, man.
1: Fair enough. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think I'm getting motion sickness. We're, we're just covering too. much. We're
0: covering too yeah, much. you are going to the black Republican woman. I'm like, all right. So let me just say one last thing. We've I wrote made this, a lot of points. I wrote this, I wrote this time. closing yeah. paragraph, Johnny. Um, oh fuck! He got me.
2: Oh, they didn't even give me a chance for my Would You Rather. He just ranted about... Well, I don't even know what the last thing was about. Women Republicans or something. Um, but yeah, he, so he got me. So you're going to hear them last. That's how we uh, do that hang-up game on this cast. Uh, I think that was pretty good. It wasn't very funny. We might put a disclaimer. This episode is not that funny. But uh, it was interesting, hopefully. And we, we covered a lot of crap. So... Uh, yeah, sorry if we said anything that makes you hate us. We, uh, you know, we probably don't hate you. I, I'm pretty sure I don't. You know, uh, I, I speak for them too, I guess. Sure, we we probably don't hate you, so don't get too upset with anything we said. And uh, thanks for listening, if you did listen this long. And uh, yeah, all right,
1: here they are.
0: Boom! That was too easy. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh,
1: so he'll speak first, right? He's really pissed right now. I feel bad for. I, I gotta. I, I'm not gonna lie. I feel bad for him. So
0: instead of trying to um, uh, uh, rant on and and do anything too crazy, there there, a lot there, there will dude. be a blog post that accompanies this. I also recognize it's like kind of an awkward topic. But the fact that it's awkward is part of what motivates me to speak about it. You know what I mean? Well, I think, again, this comes back to what we've
1: been talking about. Like We need to be able to have conversations about this where y- your contribution to the conversation isn't just emotional reaction. Emotional reaction
0: has its time and place. Emotions are beautiful, and they can be amazing, but, but, but they also need, have their dark element, well, and you they can't to, always be you trusted. You need to be
1: able to temper them to a point of, Let's look at reason. Let's look at alternate perspective. Let's, find a balance. Let's look at ob- objectivity. I mean, we've talked about all of this, but yeah. I mean I agree in general. But
0: but the the fact that like so often in my in my daily life, um, saying thoughts that I have, I, I feel like, oh, I better not, right? That's kind of annoying to me. Yeah. Um and I, I think one of the things I've loved about the IDW in general is it's kind of given me more courage to say the, the few things I'm actually confident in to actually say them. I would say most of what I said in this episode, I kind of delivered it with the sense of I'm only mildly confident in this. Yeah. I'm open to being, you know, to editing my beliefs. But that
1: means that you're ready to have a conversation with somebody, which is healthy. Yes. That like, that's fine. That's all that means. Like I rather have a conversation with somebody who is open to, who presents their argument as like, well, what do you have to say? Then I'd much rather have a conversation with that person who I totally disagree with than somebody who I totally agree with who's just like, here's what's true. Yeah. And it's like- That's not
0: a conversation. You're just
1: talking at me then. it's not and a I conversation. And I found yeah. in this
0: leftist personality that I just get turned off by, I find they're not really talking to me they're they're looking towards my direction but they're almost talking into some like warped reflection mirror that ends up back at their yeah. ego and they're just talking to themselves and yeah. reinforcing what they believe yeah
1: and I think too I mean this comes back to everything we've said as well but like I think the right has been so good at that for so long and the left is now catching up
0: well they're trying it but it, it took on a life of its own that it's yeah, like a fire that they that. can't control of yeah us. But I think they have to shut it down and reset from honesty. Well,
1: IDW, like, share, and subscribe. I think
0: I think there's something really powerful here. Um, if if again, if we'll you cover this, if, if you've heard forward. like things about the IDW and, and and it's been mostly negative, you know, probably that's a picture that has been painted, and or maybe it's someone who's been called as part of the IDW that I would say is not in the core group.
1: Oh, you're about to be
0: because nobody in the core group says anything. <laughs> very radical you know to say uh like biological sex exists that's not radical but well to some people people it is is, right um so anyways i think it's also a movement of like everyone has an individual responsibility to speak their mind honestly right nobody gets mad at tom brady for uh throwing an interception oh fuck that guy they tell him they tell him throw the ball down the field and it's kind of assumed that sometimes he'll mess up right So if you're a commentator for politics or you're a comedian like a Bill Maher and your job is to try and be funny, right, you're going to throw an interception sometimes. You're going to mess up in that attempt. When he said the N-word, that was a mess up on Bill Maher's part. He owned up to it. And I was actually really happy to see that although they tried to take him down, it didn't really work, right? Yeah. Because that was just an honest mess up. He's not racist. He's, He's the... Maybe not the farthest thing from whatever that phrase. But means, he's not but the guy
1: to go after. He's clearly
0: not the guy to go yeah, after. He, that was a mess up, yeah. right? For anybody that accidentally says small, like individual soundbite yeah. things, if you're if you're going through your your life and thinking how can I take people down that disagree with me, it's like, all right, go live your life That's that way. Vibe, That's yeah. a shitty way to live your life. Yeah. But okay. But if you're going through your your life and thinking how do I get along with people, how do I build a future together with people because we have to occupy the same planet, you know. How do we share a narrative? You know, how do we zoom out and 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 have at least a conversation where we're touching on the same reality, same kilogram, dis- the same kilogram. Let's have the same kilogram. <laughs> let's let's end let's, it at yeah, same yeah. kilogram. Boom. Peace. Uh,
1: thanks for listening.
0: Oh yeah. Also, thanks for sticking through. This is going to be a two parter. All two frogs. Um, but you know, stick to the kilogram. We'll be back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got some crazy more pictures to show you.
0: All right. Peace.